podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Touchdown, Red Raiders! I deeply hope we beat their ass today. And I'm going to tell you what, the Tortillas were flying. Welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. You are rocking with your boy, Albie Shore. And today, we are, t- it's the NCAA tournament. It is started, it is starting today. And so with that, it is time to talk the NCAA tournament in totality, see where the best uh, the best opportunity is for your bracket, see who should go the farthest. Also, listen, best thing about NCAA tournament is gambling. We like to bet a little bit here on Tortillas and Takes. And so because of that, the number one gambler on the squad is Mrs. Girl Power herself, Kenzie Garcia. Uh, Kenzie, you were you were up my butt yesterday watching the first four about the first two games. You got a little bit of a gambling problem. I wouldn't call it a problem. However, when I asked for the advice, because you know I know you're a Texas Southern guy. Now you've got you know your dad is an alum and everything. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'm going to ask Albie's opinion. Usually it's pretty on the nose. You said verbatim. They were going to wax AM Corpus Christi. Wax. I will say, I will say that was more because I think AM Corpus Christi sucks <laughs> than my faith in Texas Southern. Uh, AM Corpus Christi was one of those teams in the tournament or in their conference that was a middle of the road team that just got hot at the right time. And so I'm like, oh, I ain't gonna beat Texas Southern. Texas Southern, this is what we do recently. Like, this is my, my Tigers have done a really good job of getting in the tournament, winning the first four games. This is actually the third. So they did win yesterday. This was the third win in the last four years um but they didn't make you sweat yeah i mean you did say afterwards you kind of redacted a little bit and said that it won't they're still going to get you the win they're going to get the money line and the spread but you're not you're going to sweat so and and that's what happened it was a sweat fest all the way to the end but they made me money it was a good night today not so good that's right that's right i also picked i also picked indiana to win that one was um I like Mike Woodson. I like that team. I've seen them play a few times. They're a very un-Indiana-like team in that they're fun. They're actually fun. Indiana is usually super boring. Mike Woodson has made this team fun this year. So you starting off the tournament two for two. Uh, today we're recording this Wednesday night. Not so. We just watched Bryant lose, so not so. Not starting off so well today. But hopefully we can win you some more money here in the first round. So I asked you pre-pod whether you had the first round spreads handy. So I want to ask you, of the spreads that you have, right, of the games for the first round, what is your lock? What is your, like, book it? This team is going to not only win, but they are going to, or this team is going to cover. They may not win, but they're going to cover at the very least. You know, I I got a, I actually got a free bet for for winning last night. So I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to make a little out of pocket bet. And then, you know, I lost the Bryant money line today. So I said, okay, now I need to find a lock. I think that lock to me on paper is Murray State. It's only like one and a half. Like I, I think Murray State's a good team, and you know, no, I hate that they're playing San Fran in the first round. That sucks because you like to see a team like San Francisco go go further in the tournament. But like Murray State can ball, so that's that's a team that that that's a game in my opinion. That I I threw money on it. It's a lock. I'm taking Murray Murray State on the spread there. Taking Murray State on the spread. I like that. I like that. I like that quite a bit. Um, for me, this is actually a little tough, 
All right, this was a little tough. I mean, this is I, Vegas is usually so good at picking spreads because you 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 think on these that you're a genius, and then you get one that you're like, uh, well, you know, I, I'm not too sure about it. The one that I'm gonna have actually, New Mexico State plus six and a half. I, I don't think UConn. If UConn wins this game, it's not gonna be by that much. It's gonna be close. I'm actually picking New Mexico State to win this game. This is this is my 12-5 win. Is New Mexico State really good team? They're a team that might have beaten another school in a private scrimmage before the season. I, I don't ask me what school I'm talking about, but it might be a school that we have talked about many times on this podcast. So that tells you a little bit about New Mexico State. They're a good team. They're a very good team, and they've been a good team all year long. So uh, against a UConn team that's a little shaky, the Big East wasn't wasn't great this year, and so they're a little UConn is a little shaky. I'm not confident. One, I think that New Mexico State probably wins outright, but I don't see them losing by six and a half. So as we talk about that first round, and not just in the gambling space, but the first round in general, everybody knows 12-5 matchups and 13-4 matchups, they're going to be upsets. They're absolutely going to be upsets. So I kind of already talked about New Mexico State versus UConn. Give me another one in that realm, and we'll start off with the 12-5s. Give me another 12-5 that you're like, boom, that's an upset. You know, the 12-5s... They don't feel that strong this year. I mean, outside of the New Mexico State game, they don't feel super strong. I think if I was going to have to pick another one, I probably would lean. I don't even know. I mean, Houston's been a little weird. You don't really know what you can get. Richmond feels like that feels like one of those weird like 12, 13 seed scenarios we could get with with Richmond and and potentially uh, Providence losing. So. I think I probably would just, since you talked about that one, lean on the smart one being Indiana over St. Mary's. I don't know what it is about St. Mary's. I just don't like them that much. Indiana, they were kind of fun to watch, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think to me, that's the only other one that gives me pause. I agree with you. I think Richmond is a, was a nice 12 seed until you saw who they were playing as the five seed. That sucks <laughs> to play a red hot Iowa team. The spread on that game is 10 and a half, deservedly so. Like that really is a tough draw for that to be your five seed. Um, and the other one with UAB Houston, I- I'll say this about Houston. They're without their best player. They're also without another starter in Traymond Mark. That is still a good Houston team. They're going to beat up on lesser competitions. UAB is lesser competition. And so I don't expect Houston to really struggle in this one. Um, I do think that, uh, I, I, in my bracket right now, New Mexico State's the only team that I have pulling off the 12-5 upset. But the 13-4, a little bit more nuanced. What about the 13-4? Who is, what is one that you kind of look at and say, you know what? This is the one that could happen. I mean, if we're going strictly off of, of, of betting odds here, I mean, Vegas really likes South Dakota State. Vegas thinks South Dakota State is going to give Providence a game. I mean, it's only two and a half. Providence is a favorite. So that could be one that is a big time threat. And Vermont and Arkansas, I think, has been kind of a trendy pick as well. But if I had, you know, if you were holding a gun to me and said, which one's going to be the upset? I probably would lean on South Dakota State. So I like Providence. I think they're a good, again, again, I'm going to say this also. I think they're a good team. They're all good teams, of course. There's 68 teams and they all made it into the tournament. Um, But I I do think South, it's, Providence is again, is a team that got a tough draw against South Dakota State. They're a team, South Dakota State is a team that's been here. They're like, yeah, this is what we do. We've been here for a while. This NCAA tournament, it is our yearly, yearly right to be here at South Dakota State. I was talking to somebody the other day, North Dakota, they got football. South Dakota got basketball. (laughs) South Dakota State kind of holds it down. Hold it down on that front. 
Um, so it, I, I mean that. So for Providence, it's a really tough draw. They are not a group that is just routine in being in the tournament. I mean, Ed Cooley's done a really good job of getting them in here recently. But South Dakota State, I think, has a longer streak of making the tournament than Providence does. So that's definitely one. You met, you mentioned the other one that I think is going to be interesting, which is Vermont, Arkansas. Um, Arkansas, a very athletic team. Vermont is not right, but Vermont has been winning all season long. Vermont is a team that bear, has, has very few losses on the season. They're another team that goes to the NCAA tournament every year. And Arkansas is just not as good as we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. They haven't necessarily limped into the tournament, but it's not like they're on, you know, just killing it either. Um, I lean to the SEC being stronger than usual. And I'm picking Arkansas to beat Vermont, but I do agree with you. South Dakota State over Providence, even though I really want to go with the Friars. But this is just this is a, it's a bad matchup for them. Yeah, I mean, I think that that seed line is just like it's a it feels like what the 12 five is. Cause, I mean, you have Illinois and Chattanooga, too, which I mean, on paper seems like it could be a little bit of an interesting game. So I know I know Jeremy likes the Illini a lot, but I do not agree. I like Illinois. I like Illinois. Kofi Coburn's a beast. Uh, they're a good, well-coached team. Chattanooga is also Chattanooga is better than the 13. I think they got kind of robbed with that with that seating, to be honest. But. Um, I think Chattanooga would have been a very, a very popular pick for the upset had they not been playing a really good Illinois team. So we talked about the 12 fives, talked about the 13 fours. So now let's get to, to the, you know, the tougher ones. So the one sixteens, the two fifteens and three fourteens dubs just don't really happen. Right. In the past six seasons, there's only been four upsets where a 14 seed beat a three. Unfortunately, they've all been from big 12 teams, but that's neither here nor there. Um, 15 beating twos really don't happen unless you're Lehigh playing Duke. And ones versus 16s don't happen unless you're UMBC playing Virginia. So of those three groupings, do you have one team that can pull off a shocker? You know, I, I really don't. I mean... I think after just watching Wright State, I mean, I think they have the number two scoring duo in the country. So if you're going to get lit up by somebody, you know, why not them? But I, I just really don't. I don't think there's, you know, those lower seeds just not super strong this year. And the top feels a little bit. Maybe not heavy, but just it's a little there's a lot of talent up there and it's it's well spread out this year. Let me tell you something. I will say this. There are two schools that I'm like, no, maybe. So I like Villanova a lot. I like him a lot. I'm, I'm, I am I'm, think I have him right now in the Sweet 16. Um, and but. But you know what? Delaware is not bad. Delaware is not a bad school. I like them. But the, if I had to pick one, if I had to say, you know what, if I have to pick one of these, this is the school that's going to do it. And I think Vegas agrees with me. It's got to be Colgate, Wisconsin. I know Wisconsin won the Big Ten. I, I get that. I understand that. They're also, if you watch Big Ten basketball, you know Wisconsin's a very boring school to watch, right? Not that impressive. Colgate is pretty impressive. Colgate's going to give them some trouble. And I think it's going to be a close game. All right. This is actually one of the games I was like, you know, seven and a half could be closer than that. And so if I had to pick one school of those big gaps, going to pull the upset, Colgate. I ain't talking about the toothpaste. Colgate University is the one to pull it off. So, um, yeah, no, that's that is going to be an interesting one there. Um, and we're just these, and we're you know we're just putting everybody on game, Kenzie. We're putting everybody on game so they can make money, 
and really be able to to use that money for further rounds. But if you the best way to really increase the money that you have is to walk with our guy, the franchise coach at franchisecoach.net. Uh, if I, we're trying to, you know, diversify your portfolio, make it to where that you can really go in and pick whatever franchise you want, but do it at a, at a fair price. One, not a fair price. It's free. Working with a franchise coach is free, but he, all he's doing is taking some of your commission. So that is the best. If you are looking, if you were thought and said, you know what? I really want to franchise something, man. I want a McDonald's. I want a firehouse subs. I want a retail store, but you don't know how to go around, go about it. Franchise coach will get you right. That is franchisecoach.net. Uh, he's a proud partner of the Tortillas and Takes podcast and Red Raider Sports. So that is franchisecoach.net. He has already hooked three Red Raiders up this year alone with their own franchises. You could be the fourth. So, Kenzie, um, how's your bracket looking? You said you haven't done your bracket? I'm currently staring at my screen in agony with a Final Four that I don't necessarily hate, but don't necessarily love. So I'd say my bracket is in shambles, and we haven't played a single lick of the first round. Well, I I know that whenever you're done filling out your bracket, you're going to make sure to submit it to the Tortillas and Takes Bracket Challenge. Right now, unfortunately, Kenzie, you're part of the squad, so you cannot win the prizes. Um, but the prize that we do have, you're listening here, your prize that we do have six bottles of wine from Fields of Gold Cellars in Lubbock, locally owned business. Um, profits go to charity for one, but you get free six bottles of wine from Fields of Gold. Uh, and that's first place. Second place, you get a Google Home Mini. Make your house a little bit smarter. Third place, a free year subscription to Red Raider Sports. Every time when Tech wins the national championship, you want to be able to be around Red Raiders, go on the message boards, just have all types of fun on there. See what the best updates when it comes to recruiting information, to all that. Red Raider Sports, you get a year on the house for free. Shout out to Chris Level and Aaron Dickens and the team over there that's giving away a free year subscription to Red Raider Sports for third place. Right. So you don't get the you don't get the wine. You don't get the home mini, but you get to hang out with us at Red Raider Sports. So um, uh, but, you know, Kenzie can't win it. And that's maybe why she's struggling so much putting on her, <laughs> her bracket right now in the first place. Uh, I will tell you my final four, the teams that I have currently in the final four. And I, and I also haven't submitted my bracket yet because I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, but I will say I have Kansas. In the final four, I picked Kansas in the final four in the preseason, and I'm sticking with them to go all the way to the final four. I have Kentucky going to the final four. They try to have Kentucky in the they're in the East region going up against. I think they're going to be go for, past Baylor. I do think that Kentucky Murray State second round matchup is going to be very interesting. I'm curious about that one. I like Murray State a lot, um, but I am going. I am going Kentucky. They're fast, they're athletic, and Calipari knows how to coach this time of the year. So I am going there um, on that side. The South region has completely frustrated me. <laughs> you you brought it up. You Before I even looked at it, you were like, ooh, that's South region. I'm like, what? what are you talking about? I looked at it. It's tough. And it's tough for everybody but Arizona because I don't think Arizona is going to make it that far. So like, I'm even thinking about having an Arizona get upset by TCU in the second round. Like, I I, there's, I don't trust them. Um, but there's so many other teams, right? Like, like, we were talking about Illinois earlier. I, I, for one second, I had them in. Another second, I like Colin Gillespie from Villanova a lot. I thought about putting them in. But the team that I'm going to put in the Final Four is the team that Texas Tech's already played. And that's Tennessee. 
The Vols are hot. They've won the SEC tournament and third best defense in the country, according to Ken Palm. Um, and that is a good team that can spread the floor. And don't be disguised by the amount of white guys that get on the team because they're also <laughs> just as athletic. Right. So um, I like Tennessee in the final four and the West region. The final team I have in the final four is Tab Gonzaga. I have, I have Gonzaga <laughs> in, the, what a tease. in the final four. <laughs> I have Gonzaga. Listen, I will say I do have Texas Tech going to the Elite Eight. Um, I, I, we, I, we talked about it a little bit with, with Chris Lovell um, in, in the previous pod, that, but I do, I do like Tech all the way to the Elite Eight. Um, and I hope, I pray that it's reminiscent of 2019 when we thought that Gonzaga beat us in the Elite Eight that year and Tech beat them instead. So hopefully that's the case. But as of right now, just like I did then, I'm going to predict Gonzaga to beat Tech, and then I hope I'm just wrong again. But um, I do have Gonzaga in the Final Four. Uh, how do you like my Final Four? I don't hate it. I mean, I, I think I think we have two of the four same Final Four picks, so... If I'm if we're landing in the same area, I know I kind of made smart decisions, so it makes me feel good. <laughs> well, who do you have? So who if you had to put flip a coin, gun to your head, who is your national champion? Oh God. I mean right now it kind of feels like whoever comes out of that South and Midwest game and I'm the way Tennessee looked in the SEC tournament was terrifying. They looked really, really good. That it's a complete 180 from the team we saw in Madison Square Garden. So I feel the best. Just a, a team that has the talent, the team that's playing hot. Tennessee. Tennessee. Very good pick. I'll say this. And this is a cardinal sin to pick Kansas in the NCAA tournament because nothing goes hand in hand. Like Bills, like the Kansas Bill South, the Kansas Jayhawks, and not reaching, uh, not reaching NCAA tournament expectations, right? Like, l- let's face it, Kansas losing in the second round, that just kind of, when they're a number one seed, that kind of happens. Losing in the Sweet 16 when they're a one seed, that kind of happens. I really don't want to pick Kansas to win the national championship because I know, I know the second I'm going to say that Kansas is going to win the national championship, they are going to lose to Creighton. I know it. <laughs> I know it. But the team that has David McCormick playing the way he did against Tech, that has Remy Martin playing the way he did against Tech, if those guys are fully healthy, has Ochai Baji looking like a, a national player of the year candidate, has Christian Brown looking like the best Robin in the country, that team with Bill Self, I don't think a team including Gonzaga can beat them. Unless, well, especially if, you know, you're, you're playing in Kansas City with referees, but that's besides the point. But um, <laughs> that's... <laughs> You know, that team is just so incredibly dangerous. And then I flip on the other side, and I see Gonzaga with Drew Timmy, right? Another national player of the year candidate. Chet Holmgren, who's like seven feet tall, but yet can cross over and looks like the white Kevin Durant, right? Like even that team, who actually is much better defensively than anybody could have expected a seven foot two lanky white guy to be. Um, That team looks dangerous. If I, gun to my head, I'm going to go ahead and say Kansas and I'm going to say, and I'm going to give you my reason. I gave you all the reasons other why I think Kansas is that good. But the number one reason why I'm going to pick Kansas to win the NCAA tournament is because I know by me picking Kansas, they will lose in the sweet 16. (laughs) (laughs) That is the reason why I'm picking them. I know because I pick Kansas, 
that they have a date with destiny with the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Well, <laughs> that is going to beat them. With that through. logic, you should have picked Gonzaga, and then you could have spared Texas Tech a tough Elite Eight game. I the only time I'm wrong about Gonzaga is whenever. Actually, I, I will say this. I will say this. I picked Gonzaga to win the national championship last year. They lost to Baylor. And I picked Gonzaga to go to the Final Four in 2019. Lost to Texas Tech. So, so I am right about Gonzaga until they play a Big 12 team. So I just I will put that out there. I did pick Gonzaga to beat Tech. I will say that again. I beat I picked Gonzaga to beat Tech. So hopefully the juju continues to work. Um, but uh, Kenzie, anything else you want to say to the people? No, I mean happy betting. Enjoy the the best couple of weeks of the entire year. This is probably gonna be the craziest tournament we've seen in a while. I know we say that all the time, but the parody this year feels like it's just going to be out of control. So everyone just sit back and enjoy. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is it, man. This is fun. This is exciting. Um, we talked about it. A lot of parallels for Texas tech and the, this bracket and the way it's shown up as similar to 2019. So hopefully that continues. I've said for a long time, the Texas tech has a team that is good enough to go all the way. It's the defense is already going to be there. Defense travels. Whether the offense comes with it, we will see. But this is the time. This is what all these guys have been waiting for. This is what guys like like uh, Kevin O'Banner is back where he made his name. Right, Adonis Arms was in the tournament last year, but we didn't know who Adonis Arms was, if we're being honest. Right, and all these guys that after seeing Arkansas celebrate on on the court last year and get to go on to the Sweet Sixteen and all this other stuff, these guys did not get to go with them. And this is their chance to, to, to show up, show out, and really show and, and really make us proud and bring it on home. So we'll see. I'm hoping for it. And best thing about it is if they do go this year, it's not Minneapolis, it's New Orleans, and it's gonna be a whole <laughs> lot of fun. Party time. So, oh, absolutely. So for Mrs. Girl Power herself, Kenzie Garcia, this is Albie Shore, and you have listened to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. As always, stay wrecked, people. Podcast Network.